Welcome to the Happy, Healthy, Strong podcast. Our goal is to equip you with the knowledge and tools you need to make lasting changes in your health. Society has trained us to think that Western medicine is the answer to long-term health, but this approach only treats symptoms and never addresses the root cause. Without a new approach, our community will experience unnecessary sickness and suffering. We teach the functional health model to educate and empower listeners on their journey to a happier, healthier, and stronger life. My name is Paige, and I'm a certified holistic health coach. I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. Alex Arguello, doctor of chiropractic and functional health practitioner. Join us as we unpack some of the most pressing health challenges facing our community today. Welcome back to the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. We are continuing our series on pregnancy and we're kind of continuing last week's episode where we talked a lot about how to prepare your body when you are ready to think about getting pregnant and we talked about different phases that different or different categories that people might fall into and so this week we're going to talk about the nutrition piece of all of that and what you should be eating when you're in this whether it's the three to six month period or the 12 month period or whatever, um, when you're ready to start getting serious about having a baby soon. Yeah. So what do you do nutritionally, dietarily <coughs> to prepare your body? And I, I can't remember everything that I said last week, but, um, one of the things that Sally Fallon talks about, um, again, Sally Fallon being president of the Weston A. Price Foundation, she talks about just the importance of this time of this preconception phase because you you don't get it back. Um, right. So although you can start making changes when you're an adult or even throughout childhood, if you didn't have this period done well, to kind of change the overall health of the body, the structure of things don't change. So as a baby's developing, you know, how the brain develops, how the the skeletal system develops, how the muscular system develops, cardiovascular system, all these systems are developing throughout this preconception phase um, into, or basically you're preparing your body so that when conception happens and the baby's developing, that uh, all those things are, are going well. So that's just the importance of making sure that you're nourishing your body um, well during this time. So mm-hmm. yeah. I mentioned that I thought Weston A. Price um, had the best, the Weston A. Price Foundation and Sally Fallon had the best info on this. Um, and one of the things that she talks about is these um, primitive pregnancy diets. So these different people groups that Weston A. Price uh, went around and, and um, studied. Uh, so I just wanted to give some kind of some examples of what these people did. So one of the common things that she found was they call them sacred foods. So each of these different civilizations had these sacred foods. For one of it was was fish eggs. So they made sure that the um, actually both man and woman, if they were preparing to have um, a child, that they made sure that they had a bunch of these fish eggs. And these fish eggs are just full of all these nutrients that we're going to talk about um, in, in the podcast today. A lot of them were milk drinkers, um, specifically a tribe in Africa called the Maasai Indians. Um, which a lot of people in the health world talk about the Maasai Indians, one of the healthiest civilizations on the planet. Um, they they live super long lives. All of their men are like 6'5", just full of muscle. Wow. Um, and their kind of sacred food for their whole civilization is comes from their cows. And, and they do some weird stuff. They, they 
um, mix the blood of their cows with milk. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, they eat their cows, of course, and they, they drink the milk of their cows as their primary form of nutrition. Like they eat very little um, plant foods. It's just mostly stuff that comes from their cows. Okay. So that particular civilization, they made sure that I think it was the springtime. Let me see if I could find it here. So the wet season, they called it, which I guess I don't know exactly what that is. But yeah, it says, maybe rainy spring. Yeah, so this is Maasai. <clears throat> excuse me. Only men and women, um, they only allow men and women to marry after spending several months consuming milk from the wet season. Oh, wow. And when the, that was when the grass was especially lush and the milk. For the cows. Yeah. Wow. Milk much denser in nutrients. So they wouldn't even allow their men and women to get married and then obviously have children unless they had this season of eating drinking this milk um, that was full of all of this nutrition another one was shark liver Um, they would actually these are i think the uh who was it one of the um, island um, civilizations they would actually it was it was pretty dangerous thing that they did they would actually go down and hunt for these sharks and try to kill these sharks, obviously risking their life to kill these sharks. Yeah. Um, but then they wouldn't necessarily eat the shark. They just did it all to just get the liver of the shark. And then they would ferment the liver. And then that's what that's what the, the mom would be or the woman would be eating to prepare to become a mom. Wow. And it's great. Like they don't know any of the science behind all of no. these things. And no. you same with the fish egg one. Yeah. It's like they just have. Yeah. They, they aren't listening through. to our podcast <laughs> and all the nutrients that are there. <laughs> right. They just know it's. They just know. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So that's, that's kind of who they studied to see. And again, if they were doing all this stuff and then they had a bunch of sick babies, then. <laughs> it they wouldn't, wouldn't keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, wouldn't keep doing mm-hmm. it. But they had extremely healthy. And again, this was to try to keep their civilizations going. So they had to have healthy procreation. Yeah, um, survival mode. Yep. So that's where a lot of this stuff is coming from. Interesting. So when uh, Sally Fallon kind of took that information and started to um, teach on it, she basically, the diet that they recommend is is based on getting some specific nutrients. Kind of, I would say the four most important that then there's some other ones that are extremely important but are are what they call fat soluble activators so western a price um is the one who most likely discovered vitamin k which is we know as a fat soluble vitamin but he called it um an activator i think he called it activator x um and he just found out that this was the nutrient that all of these civilizations had and what he is what he thought Gave them the healthiest teeth, healthiest bone structure, all of the, the things that were necessary for development. He found that this it was that activator X that was the most important. But it was always uh, with these other fat-soluble activators or fat-soluble vitamins. So that's the fat-soluble vitamins are vitamin A, D, E, and K. Um, so I just wanted to kind of go through some of these and, and talk about um, the importance of them. So it, this is something interesting that, that I learned. I guess back in 1922... Um, is when fa- vitamin E was originally named. They named it Fertility Factor X. Mm. And they named it that because when they were studying rats, they found out that rats could not reproduce without vitamin E. So it had s- obviously some extremely important um, p- part of, of yeah. somebody being able to, to have a baby. Um, two years later is where it actually got its name. We know it as tocopherol. That's mm-hmm. the kind of the scientific name for vitamin E. Um, which in Greek that means childbirth, oh, so huh. or bringing forth is another um, okay. way of, of translating that. So, yeah, um, extremely important in rat fertility. Now they didn't necessarily follow that up with with good human trials, um, but 
there's uh, a protein that is involved there that transfers vitamin E across the placenta, which is important. Um, and we have that same protein. So the kind of the thought there is that it, the same thing was, is important for humans. So just like for rats, vitamin E is necessary. Vitamin E is also going to be extremely important for humans if they want to have um, babies, if they want to be able to be fertile. Mm -hmm. So that's vitamin E. Vitamin A um, is probably the biggest one that, that Sally Fallon talks about. Um, we know that vitamin A is extremely necessary for just overall development. So thinking heart, which that happens at like day 19, day night between day 19 yeah. and 21. Um, so before most women even know they're pregnant, right. um, the heart is starting to develop and you, the heart cannot develop without, without vitamin A. Other vital organs, liver, kidney, you know, pancreas, all of these things are extremely important for vitamin A. We probably know vitamin A's connection to sight, um, so eye development. Um, if mm -hmm. you don't have vitamin A, you're not going to be able to develop um, your eyes. Um, dental arches, lips, um, even the spine and nervous system, all extremely important um, having vitamin A if those things are going to develop. So um, one of the things that, that I haven't necessarily done much with as far as uh, being able to help people respond to it, I could just give them recommendations or send them to people, but... Um, skull development or jaw development is extremely important. Um, if you don't, um, so like the palate, the, the soft palate, yeah. um, hard palate, if that's not developing properly, can have a bunch of, um, it can impact the brain, it can impact, um, again, sight, um, it can impact senses, all that stuff is extremely important. So, um, and one of the things connected to that is if you have a tongue tie, so you can't get your tongue to the roof of your mouth, um, that can also be not only annoying for the person that has it, but it's a developmental problem. So your brain might not develop properly if those things are happening. Mm. So all of that goes back to vitamin A. Vitamin A is there um, among some other nutrients, but vitamin A is extremely important. If it's not there, if it's not there in sufficient amounts, then you have a higher chance of those particular things happening. Vitamin D, um, I think we all probably know a lot about vitamin D. Now you can get it in some foods. But primarily, you're going to get it from being out in the sun, um, absorbing the UVB rays, and then your body just makes vitamin D in response to that. Um, but it also, if you're eating the proper foods that we're going to be talking about, you're going to be getting some of it um, in your diet too. But I wouldn't um, count on that. So getting outside is extremely important there. And then vitamin K. So this is that, that activator X that, that Weston A. Price talked about. Um, the important thing to know about vitamin K is that there's two types, um, at least that I know about. Maybe they've discovered more. There's, there's more than two um, by now, but that's vitamin K1 and K2. K1, um, you could get it from green leafy vegetables, um, and, and that's really what um, plays a huge part in the clotting factor. So that's if you've, I mean, you've had a baby, so I'm sure they've talked to you about getting a vitamin K shot. Yes, you know, that's, yes. Um, it's important for clotting. Mm -hmm. Um, so that typically comes from K1, again, found in green leafy vegetables. And then K2 is found in, like, fermented foods. It's found in grass-fed um, animal fats and uh, cheese, milk, butter, all of those things. But it's two different types. So you're not going to get K2 by eating green leafy vegetables. You're not going to get K1 by eating these other ones. So having a, a diet that includes both of them. And why facial development, spinal development, nervous system development – all of these things are extremely important. Um, or k vitamin K plays a huge role in these things. So those are the kind of the, the main things that she talks about in terms of um, kind of the, the major nutrients that are necessary um, with the diet. So after I go through these other ones, um, she'll or I'll 
I'll go through kind of some of the foods that are necessary to be getting those things. Um, but what we want to be remembering is so everything I just went through are vitamins. Now, vitamins are micronutrients. So most people probably know about carbohydrates and fats and um, proteins. Those are called macronutrients. And I think we've probably touched on that a little bit when we went through the diet. Yeah. Um, but the micronutrients are what's extremely important for, um, for the development. Now, fats and carbs are going to fuel kind of your body's ability to pro to make another human being. So you still need them. Proteins are going to also um, be helpful in development there. But the micronutrients, you're de- if you're deficient in those, that's really where, where the problems are going to start to happen. Um, so then the other micronutrients outside of um, vitamins are what are called minerals. Um, so extremely important minerals. You think calcium, magnesium, um, phosphorus, all of these things extremely, again, helpful for bone development, brain development, all of that stuff. So those are the micronutrients. Um, But then one more important vitamin um, would be folate. Now, I think this is also something that's probably common um, for people who have either been pregnant or have researched pregnancy um, because they always recommend what's called folic acid in in, um, foods or in your um, prenatal vitamin. Mm -hmm. Um, So folate is actually... Um, the important thing there. So folic acid is a synthetic version of folate. And of course, you can do research and show that people who don't have folate or folic acid have more birth defects than people who have folic acid. So therefore, the folic acid is a recommendation. But the body should actually be um, getting its folate through natural folate. Sure. Um, Specifically, methylfolate is huge. So you asked the question about um, prenatal vitamins. If you are going to be taking prenatal vitamins, you want to make sure that it has folate, methylfolate in it, not folic acid in it. Mm-hmm. But getting folate from your diet is also possible. Yeah. Um, and again, that comes from green leafy vegetables, um, as well as the cruciferous vegetables, things like broccoli, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, those type of things. And the biggest thing there, um, neural tube defects. Um, so defects of the brain and spinal cord. Um, it can um, affect birth weight. You know, it can lead to spontaneous abortions, mental retardation, deformations of the mouth face. So like a cleft palate, mm-hmm. cleft lip, those things are all due to um, neural, neural two de- or uh, are due to deficiencies in, in folate. Um, something called spina bifida, where the, the spinal cord does, actually doesn't develop fully. Um, so that can, that can be from default folate deficiency. So that kind of falls if, if the vitamin A, D, E, and K are like top, that's kind of the top mm-hmm. um, layer, folate would be right under that underneath that as far as importance okay. of making sure that you're getting folate in your diet. Yeah, because all these things are really um, essential for development, which is like critical during especially that first trimester yeah. of pregnancy. Yeah. And I would say as be- someone who's been through the first trimester twice now, when you don't feel so good and you don't want to eat these yeah. things, all this like green leafy vegetables and none of that sounds good when you're super nauseous. If you can fall back on like, well, at least I was eating well prior yeah. to yeah. getting pregnant, that would be at least something. Absolutely. <clears throat> and, and like I said, that just use the example of the heart developing, you know, at day 19 to 21, 
um, you probably don't even know that you're pregnant during that time. So you right. might not even be focusing on getting those, getting those nutrients in mm-hmm. at that time. But then yes, then it becomes difficult to be eating yeah. any of those things. So totally. eating it when you don't have to deal with those morning sickness stuff is, yes. is huge. Good idea. So a couple of other ones that people probably are not familiar with. Um, one of them is called biotin, which this is a, another B vitamin or they call it vitamin H. Um, I don't know how hmm. many people have heard of vitamin H not, before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it extremely important for again brain development, just um, skeletal development. A lot of women are deficient in that. Something um, somewhat of a uh, sidetrack here, but um, you can get biotin, um, or you can be deficient in biotin if you are eating raw eggs. Um, so eggs have this um, protein in, in it called avidin, and it binds to biotin and makes you b- not be able to absorb it. So one of the reasons why in um, the Western A. Price um, recommendations is they tell women to eat egg yolks and not the whole egg. I think it's fine to eat the whole egg, but it's just kind of a to try to make Focus sure that you're avoiding avoid yeah avoiding the avidin because mm-hmm. when you cook it, a lot of the avidin goes down. But if you are cooking like a, a soft boiled egg, or mm-hmm. if you're um, if you're doing raw eggs. Which I know you're probably, most people aren't probably just taking down raw eggs, but sometimes people put raw eggs in a smoothie or I had a friend that was making a lot of ice cream and he was using a bunch of raw eggs for the ice cream and he definitely had started to have signs of biotin deficiency. So yeah, so don't do that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But biotin is important. Something called choline is important specifically for brain development. Mm -hmm. Um, Something called glycine is important also. Um, during pregnant or before pregnancy and also during pregnancy. Um, so those are kind of the, the main nutrients, I would say. And the last one, I guess, that, that I would put in there um, would be essential fatty acids. So um, EPA, DHA, uh, extremely important for brain development. These are um, fatty acids that a lot of our brain is made up out of, something called our cell membranes. So the, the outside of each of our cells, there's a fatty layer. It's made up of EPA and DHA. It's also important in our inflammatory response. So how our body responds to inflammation that happens uses EPA, DHA to kind of bring down some of that inflammation. So all of those nutrients, super, super important um, leading up to, to pregnancy. So how do you get them is the, probably the question. Yeah, right? definitely. <laughs> not just through a prenatal vitamin. <laughs> right, not just through a prenatal vitamin. Yeah, I mean, and that's something important to, to before we even get there. Um, it's a good reminder of you can't you can't just look at a prenatal vitamin and say, oh, it has all of these things, even if it has, you know, you look at the percentage of how much you need in a day and it has that or even more so that I could just take a, a prenatal vitamin and eat whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Um, vitamins can be helpful, absolutely, but they're meant to supplement, you know, what your, it's in your diet. And I just don't think that we know everything that's in real food that's important for our bodies and how our bodies interact with that particular food. Yeah. Um, so just taking the nutrients that I even talked about and being able to get them through a vitamin is going to be helpful, but you are miss- you might be missing something that just comes from the real food. Well, and even there's certain things, I don't know off the top of my head, but like s- vitamin K or something gets absorbed better if it's paired with something else and like that happens naturally in the food but if you're just taking that one thing on its own it doesn't 
like yeah. it doesn't have the same effect in your body. Yeah. So they call that nutrient synergy. So okay. when you eat something that has vitamin A, D, E, K, all those things, and then some of the other minerals and stuff in it, like that's the way that it was supposed to be eaten. So these nutrients are going to be synergized and your body's going to be able to best absorb them. And that's also what your body's going to need, you know, cause it's in the amounts that your body would need it. Cause we're supposed, we were created to eat these foods. Mm-hmm. So when you, they try to mirror that when they make a vitamin, right? They see, okay, how much is sure. in these particular foods? Um, but they also just go off of what the, the recommended daily allowance is, mm-hmm. you know, and they say, look, well, at least let's at least put that in this particular vitamin. Um, so yeah, you would be missing that synergy for sure if you're not getting your food. So let me start with one that you're probably not going to eat. And this list, unfortunately, is stuff that people don't typically eat. (laughs) So it's, it potentially is a big change, but back to the fish eggs thing, right? So, (laughs) so here's all the things that these fish eggs have in it and they have in in high amounts and it's just going to be stuff that we talked about, right? So, um, vitamin B12, choline, selenium is a mineral that I didn't mention, Calcium, magnesium, has the EPA and the DHA, um, has vitamin A and vitamin D, all in these. Um, so if you eat 100 grams of fish eggs in a day, you're going to get all this. And something I didn't talk about that it might be also something new for people is it has a ton of cholesterol in it. And, and that's I, a good thing? Yeah, that's a great <laughs> thing. Yeah, I, I know that a lot of people think cholesterol is bad you know, because there's been so much marketing about cholesterol-lowering medications. Um, and, and connecting cholesterol to heart disease. But cholesterol is also much of our brain is made up of it. Um, and it's just the, it's the backbone of all of the hormones that our bodies make. So you can't Pretty make, important. Yeah, yeah, you can't make hormones without cholesterol. So taking cholesterol in from your diet is extremely, extremely important. Mm-hmm. Um, it also helps with just absorption of other nutrients. If you don't have cholesterol, then you're not going to be able to absorb a lot of these nutrients. So but yeah, so that would be one way of getting it is these fish eggs. Now, give um, us an alternative. Give you an alternative. <laughs> yeah. So, have you eaten fish eggs? I have. I have. I can't remember if I've eaten. I don't regularly eat fish yeah. eggs. I would yeah. say for sure. <laughs> um, so, uh, just a the closest thing to that would just be eating fish, right? So, sure. Okay. Um, things like salmon, things like tuna, all of these things are going to have a lot of these a lot of these nutrients yeah. um, in them. Now, just with what's been um, which happened with our oceans and with our lakes and stuff. And we just saw the toxicity. Um, you just want to be careful about eating it, a ton of it. Um, but the smaller the fish, think the smaller the fish, the less toxic the fish. Mm-hmm. So this would be think where things like sardines and anchovies and stuff like that would, would come in. So mm-hmm. if you can do those, yeah. that would be uh, probably the closest thing to the, <laughs> to the, to the fish Still eggs. Still doesn't sound again. very good. But no, no. <laughs> Um, so then the other, let's just stay with stuff that people probably are not going to eat. Um, liver would be, um, a, a big one. And, and I think we talked about it when we went through the restoring human diet cause mm-hmm. or, organ meats are on there. Um, but liver just blows everything else away in vitamin A. Um, it's going to have vitamin K2 in it, which a lot of foods do not have vitamin K2. Um, it's going to have a lot of the minerals. It's just the, the most nutrient dense food really that, that you can eat. Um, so you can kind of play around with that. Um, if you are going to try it. Um, I would say chicken livers, like probably the, the easiest to do. Um, but beef liver is going to have even more nutrition, but it's just, uh, they all are very difficult to do, but trying to figure out how to get them in. I mean, it's not, I feel like it's a little more approachable than fish eggs because it's pretty easy to mix it up with ground beef or 
just to kind of disguise it in some ways. Yeah, I can, so I can there's deliver. there's a, a so you don't have to do it on its own, right? There's mixing it with with um, just the ground beef. Yeah, you try to um, get rid of some of the taste and texture there. Um, but then what, what a lot of uh, supplement companies are now doing is making you know organ organ um, capsules, yes. liver capsules. And is that as good? Well, as I think you're, again, you're still you're 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 it's closer to than just getting it all the way down to just one specific vitamin or multiple vitamins. Um, so it's still going to have some of the nutrient synergy because it's just dehydrated liver. But yeah, you're still you're still altering it, you know. So right, it's not, and it's closest to its natural form right right so but yes. better than none better than none yep so thinking if you're going to eat liver thinking three times a week would okay. be ideal of just a, a you know maybe an ounce um there's this guy now that's super popular called the liver king um and what he does is he just puts he probably puts a lot more than what what other people do but just even like a couple pieces of liver and then he puts it in a little bit of maple syrup. This is raw liver. He doesn't cook it. A little bit of maple syrup and then just eats that every day. And that's just kind of an on-ramp to being able to eat liver, mm -hmm. right? So just starting with a couple of those, working your way up to starting to eat it. Eat it a lot more. Yeah. And this is, I mean, so much of this, and I'm not going to lie, it's not like I can just easily eat, eat liver. Yeah. But um, my father-in-law loves it. I there's something about that older generation like and they had it growing up exactly yeah. so they just they are used to eating it. yes my so, mom loves it too so you can it, it's obviously just not the taste it's just how you it's the taste to you right it's how you're perceiving this taste because if you were to do it more and more you would get more and more used to it totally and, and then maybe become like him where he enjoys it yeah you know so so yes liver <laughs> chicken liver beef liver um and maybe other organ meats too. Is yeah. that on your list? Yeah, other organ meats. Liver is probably the hardest one to s just to eat out of all of them because yeah. heart is actually not that bad. Yeah, so heart is more just like a muscle meat. It's going to be tastes um, like steak. Yeah, you can make it taste like steak. Um, it's not going to be as nutrient dense as liver. None of the other ones are going to be as nutrient dense as liver. Okay. Um, so. If you are trying to have the least amount of weird foods on your, sure, <laughs> like just stick with, stick with the liver, yeah. um, and, and mastering that one, I would say. Got it. Um, so yeah, so it's gonna have all of those um, foods. The other thing is finding some sort of good source of dairy, um, specifically r having it in its raw form. Um, so you can do some raw cheeses. Um, those should be more of a hard cheese as opposed to a soft cheese. Um, you can do, you can make your own yogurt or have it made for you. Um, or just if you're going to do milk, which Sally Fallon re recommends a quart of milk a day, um, Whoa. during this time. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, but again, all the fat soluble activators, vitamin A, D, E, and K is going to be in there. Um, calcium of course is going to be in there. All of the, the minerals that I mentioned are going to be in there. Um, so figuring out how to do that. Now, there are some sources, and I think even Weston A. Price has a resource where you can go on there and search for people who um, sell raw milk. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of regulation on it, so it yeah. can be difficult, but being able to figure out how to get that. The closest thing to it would be uh, Kelowna brand has um, at least a non-homogenized milk okay. and a vat pasteurized milk, so yeah. it's not going to be completely raw. So some of the nutrients are going to be altered because there is some pasteurization. Um, but, but at, at least, least it's, 
yeah. cows were raised on pasture and not given Absolutely. all the yep. hormones. Yep. And yep. So figuring out how to get that, um, some form of that. So the milk there and then butter. Butter is mm-hmm. one of the, the higher things in, in the easier ways to get vitamin K2 um, in your in your diet. Also okay. going to have the choline, also going to have, um, you know, the, a lot of those minerals that we talked about. Um, so we got some type of fish, smaller fish. We got liver, um, s- some really good dairy in the form of butter, yogurt, um, and milk. And then eggs. Eggs would probably be the, the other bigger one, uh, specifically the yolk. So that's going to be your main source of that choline that I talked about. Um, so getting a couple of eggs in a day would be good. Um, if you could eat one in the morning, one in the evening, if you could start your day off with two eggs, then that would be that would be huge. So getting the eggs, the liver, the milk, um, and the green leafy vegetables we mentioned before, mm-hmm. that's going to be kind of the the big part of your diet of being able to get all these nutrients that we that we talked about. Um, so it doesn't have to be specific, like like I mentioned, two eggs a day. Um, or three times a week liver. You just have to kind of think, these are the foods that I really need um, to prepare my body, and this is just kind of how my diet is going um, to be surrounded around these particular foods, mm-hmm. these particular nutrients. You're going to figure out a way to, to get that. And then something that doesn't have to be, I mean, you can use it in soups and stews and things like that, but you can also use it to replace coffee and just sip on it, um, would be bone broth. Mm-hmm. So that glycine that I mentioned, um, the best way to get that is through through bone broth. So figuring out a way to get bone broth in your diet. Uh, again, yeah. two to four ounces a day. A little bit in a smoothie, actually. A little bit in a smoothie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would be um, what I would be recommending um, in terms of preparing your body well for, right. for the nutrition that you need. Awesome. I, It's not too – the fish eggs, that's too much for me. But the rest, <laughs> I think it's not too – crazy scary like i think it's doable yeah for most people so last week we took our son on a fishing trip and so we caught seven fish and this was salmon and lake trout and stuff and the guy cleaned them right there on the boat for us and when we when he got to the salmon he took out these they were probably like a foot long you know it was just a ton of eggs two patches of these eggs (laughs) and he took them out and and i was like and he just put them right away in his in his cooler and I was like, are you going to eat those? And he's like, no, that's bait. Oh, man. <laughs> you didn't say could I have some? <laughs> no, he took it right away. So that's I was like, funny. that might just be part of the process. <laughs> sure. But then he just was cleaning them and he was he was going to just throw out everything other than the fillets. And I said, well, make sure that you cut those livers out and save them. Right. And I gave him the jerk. So there we'll you go. Gonna, <laughs> he's going to eat them. If he had said yes to eating the fish eggs, he would have been like, can we have you as a guest on the podcast? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We hope that you found this helpful. Um, be sure to share it with anyone who might be hoping to get pregnant anytime soon or just any women in general. We hope that this gets out to a broader audience and can really help people. So with that, we'll talk to you next time.